Welcome to your Life and Restaurant Podcast, the podcast of restaurant owners, by restaurant owners, for restaurant owners, where together we discover a better life, balance, and profits. Here is your host, Jose Pepe Lamas. Hello, welcome my restaurant heroes. Welcome to your life and restaurant. We have a great episode for you and it's all about greed. Restaurant greed. You don't want to be greedy. Greed is not a virtue. You want to be a giver, not a taker. You want to be humble, not arrogant. And sometimes in the industry, there's a lot of greed. I know the margins are small, so sometimes we look to cut corners. But in the long run, this is not good. This is not healthy. This is not healthy to our heart, to our soul. In this episode, it's about getting you to do things right. Do things by the book. Pay your employees their hours. They're overtime. Don't pay cash. Don't pay under the table. Stop trying to cut corners. And believe in the principle that the more you give, the more you get. I have a lot of examples today of restaurant greed. How has that affected the industry? And what you can do, my restaurant hero, to avoid this trap of greed, avoid this trap of jealousy, and instead have peace and happiness in your heart. I would like to start off with a story about Bernie Madoff made headlines for fraud. Bernie Madoff at once was worth $100 million. That means if that money was invested with a conservative return, he would roughly be making $600 an hour every day, 24-7, 365 days a year. $600 an hour without having to work anymore. $100 million, that's a lot of money. But Bernie Madoff, he wanted more. He wanted to get into the billions. However, he started cutting corners. He got involved in frauds and scams and schemes. He got caught. And paid, paid with money, paid with jail, and paid for his reputation. That, my friends, that, my restaurant heroes, is an example of greed. Hundred million dollars. That's generational money. For your kids and your grandkids and your great-grandkids. However, he let greed get into his heart. And I always liked... I always see money as... If you turn to your right... There will always be people with less than you. And then as you turn to your left, 
there will always be people with more than you. Unless you're Jeff Bezos, of course. (laughs) And he can only look to his right. But there someday there's going to be somebody with that Jeff Bezos is going to turn him to his left and somebody with more money. And this has always kept me balanced. And it's something I hope you remember. When you let greed and jealousy creep up. Remember to look right. People with less than you. Look left. There will be people with more than you. The key is. Deciding enough. Deciding enough for you. And I'm a go-getter. I believe in growth. I believe we should always go year after year for more. But sooner or later, you're going to have to decide when to stop that goalpost. And don't become a hoarder. Don't become cheap. And life is full of examples of this, of people that are very wealthy, but they're still penny pinchers. They're still penny pinchers and they're worth millions. And my goal for you is not to become that. Become a giver. Be a river. God will give you what he knows will flow through you. And all this reflects in how you treat your employees, in how you pay your employees, and you pay them a proper wage. I mean, I pride myself in paying my employees adequate wages. More than minimum wage, of course. My tipped employees, my servers, they they make minimum wage because their tips cover. But my bussers, my cooks, my dishwashers, they all make more than minimum wage. I have a Christmas party for them every year. Where I cover all the costs, all the expenses. We buy foods. We play games. We give out gift cards. We raffle out money. We have a good time. Unfortunately, this past year, we weren't able to have the Christmas party due to COVID. But hopefully, this year, 2021, we can have that. And I give them Christmas bonuses. We have given Christmas bonuses every year to all of them. Based on merit, of course. I changed this about five years ago. We used to just generally give out the same bonus to all all the cooks, same bonus. All the servers, same bonus. All the dishwashers, same bonus. All the busters, same bonus. And we changed this because, you know, there's better employees out there than certain ones. So we decided to give it on merit. So I'm very generous once comes Christmas time on the employees' That I know they're good. That I know they're they're great. So just remember, always have a spirit of generosity. And your restaurant and your life will be better. Here I have some examples of restaurant greed. First one, we hear this all the time that So-and-so is using fake eggs. So-and-so is using fake meat. 
that's greed. I mean, if you're saying you're selling something and it's not meat, if you're saying you're selling scrambled eggs, it's not eggs. It's cutting corners. That's greed. Not only are you lying to your customer, you're not a a person of integrity. Thomas Stanley, the author who wrote The Millionaire Next Door, which is a great book, by the way. It's about everyday millionaires. He wrote another book that was called The Millionaire Mind, which was about decamillionaires, people that have $10 million. And on the book, one of his points that decamillionaires have is have high levels of integrity. Of doing the right thing. Of their words matching their actions. So when you are giving to your customers something that is not on the real or saying it's something and you're giving them that's not, then you're not being very honest and you're not having integrity. A tip I would give is don't lower your portions. Don't lower your portions. Don't give less mashed potatoes or less meat. If you want to increase your profit margin, increase the price. Because customers understand price increases. But they don't understand you shortchanging them on their food. So never reduce the food. If you already have a menu for a long time and you always give them the same quantity don't lower that quantity just so you can make more money instead increase the price because that your customer can see the cost goes up it's inflation for example i have certain meats and burritos and i was trying to get more portion control so I was guessing that I was giving about half a pound on the certain burrito, which is a generous portion, half a pound of meat. Then doing an eye test, I found out that it was actually about 10 ounces, so a little bit more than half a pound. So I had a choice. Do I pre-portion, which is what I was trying to do, pre-portion the meat for half a pound? Or do I leave it at 10 ounces? I decided to leave it at 10 ounces. Is it a lot? Yes. But that's what my customers already expect. And it works out. Because the thing is now every single burrito that has that type of meat goes with 10 ounces. And before... I was flying blind. Sometimes it would probably go as much as 12, 13 ounces. So now I have it under control at 10 ounces. And even just doing that, I'm already ahead without shortchanging my customer. So remember, don't lower your portions. Instead, increase the price or have more portion control. People understand the increase in prices. Right now, In my opinion, we're having this crazy hyperinflation where 
prices and wages are going up. I think it's because of all the money the government it's giving out, unemployment benefits, stimulus, you name it. There's been a lot of uh, money. So when money increases, inflation increases, things go up in value because there's money out there. And you can see it. Go to your grocery store, go to another restaurant. Prices are higher than they were a year ago, for sure. And significantly higher here in California. So not only is um, government getting involved in the industry by extra unemployment benefits, well, here we're going through a hiring... um, Hiring, uh, how could I put this? A hiring crisis. I think a lot of ex-people that worked in the restaurant industry, when, because what happened? Coronavirus hit. Government enforced shutdowns. That means we had to shut down. So people... We went to skeletal skeletal crew. Just what we needed. And unfortunately, we had to lay off a lot of people. And a lot of jobs were lost. Because there was no demand. Everybody was scared. Nobody was going to places. Some peop- Some restaurants didn't even have takeout. So then, all of a sudden, we start opening up again. Opening up again. And people have money in their pockets because of stimulus and unemployment. So demand's there for the restaurants. But what happens? Now we need this hiring crisis. We need to hire back up quickly. However, people looking for a job is not the same as the demand for hiring. A lot, I think, is because of the unemployment. And a lot, I also think, because they changed industries. I know some people went and got a job for Amazon or went and worked for Target or Walmart. Or went to the construction. Or went back to school. Picked up a trade. So a lot of these people left the restaurant industry. And are not coming back. They're staying in the other industry. So it created a gap. In staffing for restaurants. And almost every single restaurant owner I know. Has this crisis right now. We're all hiring. So what does this do? It also raises wages. Because now, the employees that are out there looking for a job can have a pick at the restaurant they want to work on. And right now, it's good old capital business. And I don't blame employees if somebody's going to pay them a dollar more over there. They could go. I don't blame them. But there's a lot of poaching going on. People taking employees from other restaurants. I mean, just last week, I actually had an owner from a restaurant call to see if any of my cooks wanted to go work over there because he didn't have any cooks. So I told him, we're in the same situation. He's like, oh, well, give them my number if they want to call. What was he going to do? Ask about, see how much they get paid, fill them out. And then he told me, he's like, yeah, or else if you get other cooks that want a job. 
Then I had another one of my cooks that told me, he's like, hey, one of my ex-co-workers called me that his nephew has a restaurant and they're looking for a cook. I told him I already had this job, but he's telling me to go over there. But I pay this guy really well. He's my one of my highest paid cooks. I knew he wasn't going to leave. But he made me the comment, which is telling me about the hiring market out there. What's going on? So I think the government influenced all this by first shutting us down. Then we're waking up. Then they're printing this money. However, everything will be fine. We're slowly picking up our hiring needs. It's taking longer. It's taking longer. I think in all my times working in the restaurant industry, this is the longest we've been understaffed ever. However, slowly we're hiring. I mean, I hired three young kids right out of high school. And I finally got a cook just last week that I had been looking for that position for about a month now. So it's slowly coming back. We know this business is business is a roller coaster. They're high and lows. It's a swing. When you're up, it feels nice. When you're down, it doesn't feel so nice. It's part of the stress. It's part of the the requirements of being a restaurant leader or a restaurant owner. And I understand. I understand the frustration with staffing sometimes. Especially right now. How it could bring a lot of stress. I know I went off a little script on that. So I want to circle back around to the topic of today. Which, as again, was restaurant greed. And I have more examples for you of restaurant greed. Another example is when last year the government was giving out the payroll protection program, the PPP, the famous PPP. And I'm sure you heard about this on the news. All these big, huge, publicly traded corporations applied for the program. I mean... How more greedy can you get than that? The program that was meant for small businesses, you get all these corporations applying for millions in aid. That's greed to its fullest. And I know this was had a lot of media coverage and a lot ultimately gave back the money, which they did the right thing because they were receiving a lot of pushback from people. But there were chains, chains that have been in business for a long time that should have plenty of reserves, that should have, should be ready for events like this. They were taking advantage of this, which is also crazy. This is crazy greed. And the government did its thing. I think the PPP got better on the second round where they started capping certain revenue losses and they started promoting for smaller businesses and some uh, minority-owned businesses or women-owned businesses. That was good that they were trying to get those those restaurants also involved, you know, more small and pop restaurants. 
to emphasize other examples of greed. Just Google restaurant greed, restaurant fraud, and you'll see all this ex-restaurant owner sentenced to months in prisons and has to pay a million dollars, three millions in restitutions. There's a bunch of those. Why? Because they were doing shady things. A lot of them is because they weren't paying payroll taxes. They weren't paying their employees overtime. They were paying under the table. But sooner or later, life will catch up to you. That that's hidden will be revealed. And a lot of these business owners believe that that won't happen to them. One time I asked my father, I'm like, why do people have all these shady business practices? And my father said, because they believe they won't get caught. And they will continue to them until they get caught. If they don't get caught, there's no reason for them to stop. He was 100% right. But I believe all this tax evasion and not paying fair wages and being shady, skimming off the top and all that, sooner or later, it will get back to you. All the things that happen in this life, we do seem to pay for them. In this life. In conclusion, I want to tell you that life is already hard enough. It will bring you problems no matter what. So why help karma and life bring you more problems? You already have enough on your plate. Life is full of problems. Problems that you're not going to predict. There will be events in your life that you had zero clue that they would happen to you. Look back 20 years. 9-11, the 2008 housing crisis, coronavirus. No one saw those coming. Now imagine the next 20 years. There's going to be other three, four events that no one sees coming. And at a personal level, think back of all the problems that you faced last year. Which ones did you see coming? It's called life. Life brings you this. And we all have problems. We all share that, whether you're rich or poor, maybe Sometimes you have more, sometimes you have less, but we all have problems. So don't help karma bring you more problems. Do the right thing. Don't be greedy. Be just. If I'm married with kids and I have an affair and then I get caught and my wife asks for divorce, Why would I be surprised if they take my kids and I can't see them? Why do people act surprised when they know they're doing the wrong thing and they act surprised and they act like the victim when the bad thing occurs? If I'm overweight, a 
enough. I'm obese. And then I start having health problems. Why am I surprised? You see, I've always been a believer that we shouldn't fall by our own actions. Will life happen? Of course. Can you get a disease that you didn't see coming? Can you crash today when you go to work? Of course. Will the market crash? Of course. But don't be directly involved with your own destruction. Don't be directly involved with bringing more problems than the ones that you know life will bring. And all that starts by letting greed out of your heart. By letting jealousy leave you. By looking for peace. Looking for humility. Looking for honesty. If you like this podcast, I would hope you subscribe. I wish you could share to others, others that are out there, that are restaurant leaders that would benefit from this. I hope you like the topics vary, such as this one. And also, my restaurant heroes, none of this is scripted. I always just get on this mic and talk. I, of course, do a little preparation. But then I just talk from my heart. And I hope we can share this connection. And I hope you can pass it along and our subscribers keep growing, our downloads keep going. And it keeps me on my toes to bring you good material. It keeps me on my toes to help you succeed. Thank you. Have a good rest of your day. Have a good rest of your week. Don't be greedy. Be a giver, not a taker.